0: Genesis House, FirstNet, built with AT&T, and the Friends in Recovery podcast are proud to bring you Answering the Call, the First Responders podcast. Join your hosts, Podfather, Jersey Ed,
1: and Noontime with Skylar New
0: as they address the real issues of First Responders health and wellness, from physical and mental health to relationships and work-life balance. Answering the Call, the First Responders podcast is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube, as well as iHeartRadio, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, here are your friends in recovery answering the call.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Answering the Call, the first responders podcast, sponsored by FirstNet, built by AT&T. I'm the Podfather here with Jersey Ed. Hey, Podfather. How's it going? Good. How you doing there? Were you driving that fire truck over there? I am
1: driving the fire truck today. Yes, I, I I didn't take it down from last week. I think it's pretty cool. I was gonna put something yeah, else awesome. up, but awesome. yeah.
2: But uh, you know, it's, but, when I used to bring the kids, you know, the younger my children, down to the fire station to to look at all the equipment. I mean, I was loving it more than they were. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know.
1: I when when I was at this fire department, I won't mention who it is because yeah, yeah, whatever. But i was just like in awe of all the trucks yeah, exactly. there was there was it, was it was it was just amazing, amazing. like yeah. you know the one truck the one truck not this one one truck behind me well, if well, to the right of this truck yeah yeah um was over a million dollars yeah a million dollars crazy like yeah. it's insane like yeah. and and but but it saves lives it's worth a billion dollars if you think about it if that truck saves somebody's life it's it's so worth it you know so sure but yeah 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 I'm trying to you know, i'm I got my I got my running going. I got yep. my everything going.. Um, oh, nice. for, I'm excited about this show today. Um, uh, I am I too. bring our I want to bring our guest right in because he yep. fits right in with us sure um, by Feldman. um he's been on the show before, but yep. I have not interviewed him. Nope, I did not <laughs> interview him. So now he's gonna be on the hot seat with Jersey oh, Ed, okay? That's right.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's. I'm Just sure
3: kidding. he's really worried. good having you on. Hmm. Well, I, uh, you know, now now I'm really getting. Thank you, <laughs> uh, You're a rock. But good it's to see you guys. <laughs> it's good, good to see both of you guys again. Yeah, good
1: likewise. You. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming on, Barry. And uh, sure. you know, when I. Uh, when when i missed the last show i was sick and i was like oh my god i'm like i'm just gonna ask barry to come back on and sure enough man he he just booked right away and podfather was happy i was uh, thrilled yeah 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 it was a great show you know you barry you share a lot of good information you you you've done a lot of good things um throughout the years for first responders and and civilians um but, but you, you really dug deep into this first responders uh, community up in the uh, New England area, where, where obviously yeah. the podfather's from. And yeah. um, it's just been amazing. And some of the stuff um, when you, you and I met, and I won't say how you and I met, but we met in a, a cool kind of way. And um, well, not cool, but uh, in, in, a, in a good kind of way. And um, we, uh, we, we knew some of the same people. Um, kind of circumvented. You kind of knew Mike and some other people, and the first yeah. first resp- uh, the first responders field. And I was yeah. like, "Oh man!" And Barry and I, Mike, we talk a lot. Barry yep. and I. He's uh-huh. he's my go to guy, man. Yeah, I, think, I, bet. I Think he's gonna he's gonna start You're charging lucky. me. He's he's gonna take my fucking <laughs> insurance card. He I should. think next, next phone call. <laughs> you are so needy. <laughs> I am very Barry. Barry knows I am.
3: <laughs> no, yeah, I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. <laughs> there you go. (laughs) that's it good 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 there you go well barry uh
1: uh you know uh, we we could talk about a million things here and um you know i i just you know i just want to thank you for everything you've done for the first responders and maybe how did you kind of get into it i've never asked you that question um how did you kind of get into the first responders thing
3: well i uh yeah uh, I'll be a little briefer than maybe I was last time, but hopefully we have new viewers, <laughs> and I won't feel like I'm repeating myself either. Um, and and it, it it started somewhat uh, accidentally, but then it became more serendipitous. I um, when I was a young, uh, starting out as a young younger uh, uh, what they call junior faculty member at university of New Hampshire. There was some people that wanted to fund some suicide prevention research ah. and I needed some funding and needed a research project. Uh, that's kind of the way the academic world works. And, um, you know, I decided, uh, you know, that I'd take on the project and, um, and in the course of doing my, my background research on suicide prevention, uh, I, I I got tuned into the uh, elevated rates among first responders, police, fire, EMS. Police, in particular, um, you know, fire and EMS. Not as, the rates aren't as high there, uh, but also with military personnel and so on. And I uh, that coincided with the time I was a, a ski patroller. And interestingly, I don't think I mentioned this last time. We did talk about. Uh, uh, Dr. Hayden Duggan, mm. who uh, folks up, you know, Hayden and his wife, Valerie, folks at Onsite Academy that, you know, really, I, I'd heard the name. And interestingly, Hayden, I met him in person because he was doing some shifts as the uh, inside EMT huh. at this particular ski area that I worked at. Amazing. So, um, you know, I, I you know, Hayden Duggan and, you know, I talked to him a little bit and I, just asked him if there was some ways I could get involved, you know, with some of the things that they do there. And that's kind of how that started. Mm -hmm. And I was working, uh, you know, with the wonderful people doing wonderful work. uh, And and, and that's essentially how I got started, you know, in working with, with first responders. And at the time we, I was a lead clinician at the Boston police stress unit again, through on-site and doing some work with a wow. peer support unit with Boston EMS. Mm. Um, so that's kind of maybe the long winded version, uh, you know, the answer to <laughs> okay. your to your question. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know, I apologize. Si- no,
2: okay. a... no, no, I was going to say, I'm, sitting, I'm listening about Hayden Duggan and uh, yeah. the name is just synonymous with every ounce of you know work I've done from 1986 up until now. Um, Hayden Duggan, um, he he came to our first seminar. He was a keynote speaker. Yeah. You know, as the EAP for the LPD, I've sent you know a half a dozen police officers from just yeah. Lowell and surrounding cities and towns, and and you know, it's just amazing someone like him. And and Barry and I had talked last time about Doc. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, we had talked about um, um, Doctor Winston. is my his name oh. slipping my mind right now. Dr. Barry and, and you yeah, know, John Barry, yeah. those two names to me, were just synonymous with. And, and of course, now with, with, with Dr. Feldman, I, I just think it's talk about being in good hands. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and- well, I, I really
3: say this. I, I say this in all sincerity. Um, you know, I really owe them a lot of credit, you know, for the work that I've been able to get involved in over the years and the education and experience experiences that I got you know, with them and through, through doing, you know, working with them. And I, I always make it a point. I try, and I hope I don't, uh, you know, I, I always try to, you know, provide attribution to them. Mm. And, uh, a lot of people I've met, a lot of people in my world who, you know, their egos are kind of big and so on. And they right. act like they've invented yeah. everything, you know? Um, <laughs> but I, I, I really, uh, owe them a lot of, a lot of, uh, credit and I yeah. appreciate everything that, you know, they let me do. Yeah.
1: And what, 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 I mean, we, we know why you're doing, but what, what draw, what drew you or keeps drawing you to the first responders world? Is it a challenge? Is it, um, just something, um, more than just the average person? I mean, do they have different problems? Is there different things going on? What, what, what well, what's that, the, the driven part of it?
3: yeah interestingly, I mean I, I would I would often say to officers when I start working with them, sometimes i I get the question, you know, are you a cop? My hair was a little shorter <laughs> then, and maybe my mannerisms, my mannerisms were, you know, I've always kind of I think had a pretty direct style in my clinical work. and um, but I always made a point to, you know, I, I don't profess to walk the walk. never walk the walk. and and you know, i I'd say, Often say, you know, I, I'm not a cop. I never was, and frankly, I, I you know, I don't want to be. Mm-hmm. But I learned a lot about the challenges uh, of the work and the stressors, the ongoing stressors that officers, uh, a first responder, but in particular police officers would would experience. And the critical incident aspect to me was very interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, the expression mm-hmm. from the critical incident stress management world: normal people. Having normal reactions to abnormal events, and mm-hmm. I was always, as a researcher, uh, I, I I was able to kind of blend my suicide prevention work with the critical incident work, uh, you know, related to to policing, and it just seemed to be a good uh, a good fit, good fit for me. I was a- affectionately got the the nickname which I use today. Uh, one of the, one of the police officers who was, uh, actually a, uh, uh, you know, went through the on-site program, he had some suicide, uh, uh, you know, suicidal ideation and, you know, struggled with, with that. And, um, so he started calling me affectionately Dr. Doom and, um, <laughs> you, you know, so I just, and, and that was, a, as I say, affectionately, because yeah, you sure. know how cop humor can be. That's a compliment. And, and, and,
0: he, and, he, and he
3: would call me that because, you know, we'd have these very frank and personal conversations about his suicidal ideation. And, you know, and and, and it was it was just kind of a, you know, I, I, I really I guess that that's kind of how I got into it. Just mm-hmm. the connection to suicide prevention, the 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 many points for intervention. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, that I realized are are, are part of the equation, again, related to preventing suicide. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, police officers have very challenging jobs Mm -hmm. as we know, and to to try to flip the switch a little bit from work to home and home to work and how all those things are intertwined. Mm -hmm. And as a clinician, very fascinating stuff to me intellectually.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, so, you know, uh, I know we're going to take a quick break, but I, I just want to say when I think of people like Dr. James Reese, who recently passed away, Dr. John Barry, <laughs> his wife Peg, Dr. Hayden Duggan, and now you, Dr. Barry. I mean, I I just got to say that um, as a cop, you know, in in more than half my life, I, I was in the military police. I was a cop, a correctional officer, an army vet. But more importantly, I'm a guy that bento the ringer, come out the other side and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so nice having people like yourself who who are Dr. Barry or Hayden, you know, Reese was an FBI agent before he got into the behavioral unit and everything, but you know, it's it's someone that you really could trust and sit and talk with, and you know, like what you just said, Doctor Doom, like you got a kick out of it. Some someone else might be insulted <laughs> by that, you know. You yeah. liked it. <laughs> exactly. Hey, yeah, uh, we're we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, answering the call, the first responders podcast. We'll be right back. You're first, first
0: to respond, first to put others' lives before your own, and in an emergency, you need a network that puts you first that connects you to technology, to each other, and to other agencies. Built with and for first responders. FirstNet, the only congressionally authorized wireless network for first responders. Because putting you first is our job. Since 1992, Genesis House has been helping real people heal from addiction on their private recovery campus in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. Their family-owned program is accredited by the Joint Commission and offers detox and dual diagnosis treatment in a comfortable and confidential setting. At Genesis House, they focus on treating the underlying causes of addiction. Their comprehensive approach includes psychiatric care, individual and small group therapy, trauma healing techniques, and holistic care including yoga, massage, and animal-assisted therapy. After treatment, their clients enjoy the lifelong support of a nationwide network of Genesis House alumni. Call Genesis House today at 1-800-737-0933 to speak with someone who understands. Visit them on the web at www.genesishouse.net. It's time to start your journey to a long and successful recovery.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Answering the Call, the first responders podcast, sponsored by FirstNet, built by AT&T. I'm the podfather, Mike Miles, and I'm here with Dr. Feldman and Dr. Jersey Ed. <laughs> doctor,
1: no, no doctor for me. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm moving, right? And and I have a and, and this is a big thing about it, but we have a pool at home. And I am a chemist at home because the chemicals you have to mix in a pool. Sure. I'm not I'm not sure. gonna miss that, guys. I'm not That's gonna why miss I never that. had a
2: pool. I, couldn't I know, know it. I know, I know. <laughs> I'd lose my but I mind. might
1: be a I might be a doctor of pools. So yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> real quick, I want to just mention um copline.org, guys. Copline.org is um, a, a, a line of of of, of people, of, of retired police officers, male and females, um, that that man phones at 1-800-COP-LINE. That's 1-800-267-5463 of retired officers ready to take a phone call at any time. If it's about suicide, if it's about family issues, it's about work issues, whatever it is, they're there for, for you guys to help. And our wonderful, wonderful... Um, uh, guest who we had on how long ago was she on uh, uh three months
2: or so stephanie ago. samuels right stephanie
1: samuels was was uh she started this whole copline.org yeah. copline.org check it out guys um if you need it call 1-800-267-5463 they're there to help 24 hours a day seven days a week guys so sure. um right. be- before before well, why we're t- on the break i was t- i want to ask a question of the pod father about Barry, and then I want you guys to kind of go about this question. So, Barry, you mentioned you're you're not an, a police officer, you're not a first responder. Same thing like me, I'm a civilian. um Well, I am a
3: ski patroller uh, yeah, most yes. of the time. Yeah. Right. Yes, there GMS. you go. I am outdoor emergency services certified. There you And go. like there I always got. say, first sometimes.
1: Aid, <laughs> First
3: responder.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you ski patrol first responder. All right, well, you got one on me, Barra, okay?
2: <laughs> yeah, <when laughs> well, most most of the You're time upside
1: point. down in some gully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But, um, you skis. But, but the question I have, Podfather police, especially police officers, and because you're a police officer, we're going to stick with the police officers, are very close to the vest, are very, I only share with sure. the blue, or are very, I only share with my brothers and sisters. That is right. it. Um, let's 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 all kidding aside um barry is not a police officer how do you feel i mean i know how you feel about him i know how you're interacting with him how do you think that the the police officers and why do you think that such a great what great traits does barry have to attract the police officers and give them the help that that they need because there are probably people listening to this saying oh, man, he's not a cop. I'm not going to talk to him. So let's give those people the reason to give Barry a call and get the the really good help that they right. need. Just because he's not a first responder doesn't mean he's not good.
2: Yeah, well, first of all, there's not a lot of – you're not going to find a lot of therapists that, you know, wore a uniform. Um, you, you're you fortunate down at Genesis House, you have um, the, a New York detective there. Yeah, I yeah Phil, right Ballone. Phil Ballone. Yeah. Phil Ballone. Great guy, and Barry is the same Pasani. You can tell as soon as he says two words that he's just kind of a cool dude. That mm-hmm. he's not judgmental. He's there to help, and there's not going to be you know any worries. You mm-hmm. know, um, I just know from my own personal experience. When I first started seeking help, um, I went to a woman who was an author, and she, she was very, as they call it today, woke. Very um, kind of like a hippie. Mm-hmm. But I knew her, I knew her family, and I trusted her immensely. Her name is Schiffer Burke, Suzanne Burke, and she was just uh, phenomenal. But there's just certain people, you know, as soon as you sit and look, look them in the eye, or they start talking that, you know, they're, this is someone I can open up to and feel comfortable with. And Barry mm-hmm. just has that. And and he like he said, he learned it kind of, not by accident, but running into Hayden Duggan uh, on a ski patrol up in New Hampshire, you know, and he's like, I don't know anyone in this area that's in law enforcement more than five or six years that hasn't heard the name Hayden Duggan. You know, yeah, uh, in in New England, you know, yeah. do you agree, Barry? Um,
3: he's just wrong. Ab- absolutely, out. yeah, uh, absolutely. I uh, I I didn't realize, you know, the the extent of his reach, mm-hmm. and um, and I, I really felt that, uh, and I still feel that there should be, you know, facilities like that. Mm-hmm. uh in every region of the country right mm-hmm. um, that's a whole longer conversation obviously but uh but you know i certainly believe that i believe in the work and it was you know uh, kind of surprising to me that those services were not more readily available mm-hmm. i understand you know all the confidentiality all the, the logistics et cetera, et, mm-hmm. et cetera, but it's so necessary. Um, One of the, I just remembered a funny story. I think part of it, how do you connect? First of all, I didn't expect a lot of uh, validation uh, working with police officers in particular. Of course. You're not gonna get a lot of positive comments, uh, a lot of my teaching and training activities For police officers, rooms full of them, and and sit there like this with the arms crossed, (laughs) and they'd be staring at me, and basically saying, "What the Uh, f is this guy?" you know, what the f is this guy going to talk to me about that I don't already know? Right. So (laughs) that you got to be able to kind of handle that Mm. that type of a response, I guess. But the when somebody would say i, I remember it, it, and it really resonated strongly with me uh, the best you can sometimes expect is well he's a good guy right and that <laughs> and that and i learned that that that's, that that speaks volumes right. and it was really great to hear comments like that yeah uh, uh but i think that and I, I i try not to get too immersed in all the Psycho babble and uh, things like that that might be off-putting to people, but I police officers—they're human beings. They have families. They have children. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, you know, the how do you unload some of that? How do you offload some of the tough stuff yeah. that you have to deal with? Well, again, the the conversation would be well, dump it here. You know, just dump it here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would be direct. Uh, I am direct. And, and I remember saying, I've said many times to officers like, okay, because they try to like a lot of stories guys would come in and they tell me a lot of stories right. and I say, okay, well, that's great. I'll give you two more stories. Yeah. <laughs> tell me, but now let's work. start talking about why you're here.
1: Yeah.
3: Right. So, and but again frankly look uh, my style doesn't work with everybody i readily admit that too so sometimes you never know
2: yeah i had a um i had a gentleman who um came to me for about eight nine months and um, came from a very prominent family a family of doctors he was uh definitely um a very intelligent man and anyway he had some substance abuse problems but he knew I was a cop. He didn't like that. And I was still a policeman at the time. I had just started my business. And he told me right up front, you know, I don't trust cops. I don't like them. I just want you to know that if you worked in my neighborhood, I probably was one of the kids yelling pig when you drove by. You know? <laughs> and I laughed and I said, well, that's kind of funny. I used to have a tie pin. That was a pig. It was a silver pig. I'd wear it on my tie. You know, and he said, yeah, you're, you're making that up. I said, no, no, I have it. I have it at home. I'll bring it in. So I did. I brought it I actually gave it to him. I said, I'll get another wow. one. You keep it, you know? And we, we just hit it off. And and then when he stopped coming to see me, he said, he was moving. And he said, I just want you to know that you really helped me. I appreciate it. He says, but your whole office is not set up like a therapist. He goes, I feel like when I come in here, I'm going to the bank for a loan. I have this big <laughs> desk, you know? But well, that just cracked me up. I just, I love you know? God. <laughs> and
3: well, you're right. I mean, that that other, the other piece is just, You know, when we start with with new patients, typically there's there's some introductory comments that you make and explanations about confidentiality and things like that. And I I would typically the elephant in the room Mm, was this issue of trust, you know, and I would often say, look, I know that you probably don't trust me. wondering if you can trust me and i said well the feeling is mutual (laughs) you know so we just get into those kinds of that kind of dialogue
2: that's perfect yeah
1: (laughs) and it's it's good What i like what you said about he's a good guy because when the podfather Every time he's a good guy, that's that's <laughs> cop speak. It is, it's yeah, it cop is. speak okay. for your good. Right. Yeah, right. hey, uh, take care of this guy, he's a good guy. And, right. it, and if he's not a good guy, I don't get he's the good right. guy guy, right? You know? <laughs> you know? But, but Barry, you're a good guy, absolutely no doubt about it. I don't, I don't know how many times
3: Podfather said that, so
1: you know, no, but you're right. It.
3: Well, you're right. I think another reason why I like coming back on the show is because Mike, very uh, you know. Building up my ego, so
2: I like it. <laughs> oh, when I first met him, I said, Geez, "This guy's got fucking Hollywood looks." I'm on the show. With this... <laughs> I'm waiting to see some old doctor with bifocals, you know.
1: <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Like a big I belly know. or something.
2: This guy looks like he's a hitman, you know. <laughs> I love it's him. true. It's
1: true. I know. And, and when, when I first, when when the, when I when I got sick, I had guys, had die had diverticulitis. I thought that was a made yeah. up word. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's real. All right. It certainly so, is. <laughs> yeah. And then, and I was just so disappointed, but when I watch that show, guys go back a couple episodes yeah, out of about a, a month show. or so and listen to, to the show with um, the podfather and, and, and Barry, it's a great show. Yeah. And it'll actually kind of Pull a lot of things together with this show and that, sh- and then the past show too with Barry. So yeah, my
2: daughter, my my oldest daughter Michelle, as you know, she's been on the show. She she watch, she loves the podcast. You know, I don't. I'm always busy, but she said, "Dad, that was a great podcast." So I actually yeah. sat and watched it and uh, i was like yeah you know because i was nervous we didn't have you on it because you're always a- <laughs> <laughs> Pain in the ass one so no, Barry, we're, gonna, we're
1: gonna <laughs> we're gonna close here but any any closing words anything for the first responders anything that you want to kind of get out before we close and, and how and and if they can get a hold of you somehow you know put that in there too if you like
3: yeah um my uh my email is, uh, DRBARYF at gmail.com. Uh, I guess, real, real briefly, I'd like to just acknowledge the fact that uh, uh, we just celebrated Memorial Day, Memorial Day weekend, which uh, I, I read somewhere recently. And of course, the we, we, I think a lot of, us, as a society, we kind of forget about what Memorial Day is really mm, absolutely about. And yes, it, it, it's a great holiday, an extra day, a Monday off, and the cookouts, right. and all mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. kind of things, uh, family times and all that. Uh, but I recently read somewhere that, uh, uh, and maybe it was on the Mass Fallen Heroes website, Someone mentioned that uh, Memorial Day, should really changed the name of it to Thanksgiving, uh, because uh, today when, you know, we're really, we should be thanking those uh, uh, military uh, personnel, uh, uh, first responders, everyone who's who lost their lives right. in the course of, you know, in the course of performing their duty. So... I shared my story a little bit, some of my story last week, I won't get into that this time, but occasionally, you know, depending on who I'm talking with, I will give them a little bit of my story to let them know Mm -hmm. that this is really what Memorial Day is about. Mm -hmm. People who, you know, whose lives were lost to keep the rest of us safe. Mm -hmm. So I want to just acknowledge all those uh, families and, uh, you know, uh, people out there who have lost uh, loved ones in in the course of performing their duty to help the rest of us. Right. And Bar- yes. It,
2: Thank it, you, as, guys. As Barry said to me, well, you know, very proud to be part of that family, but that's not the family you want to be belong to, you know. And um, I, I appreciate you, you, what you just said, Barry, because you know, Veterans Day is Veteran Days is Veterans Day. Memorial Day is yeah. to remember the soldiers that never came back. Yeah. You know, and, and 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 you know, and and it's still happening, as you know, uh, Barry. And um, th- thank you, thank you for for bringing that up because, yeah. you know, the reality is there's a lot of people out there that they they don't even know what Memorial Day is, and it's a shame mm-hmm. because you know we yeah. live in a society now that's upside down. I don't. I hope it gets right side up again. I hope before mm-hmm. the end of my lifetime, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely, yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Good. Good
1: well guys um another great, great show. show barry thank you it's so, so much you, this was the the long-awaited jersey ed interview um now my life is complete and i can move on <laughs> to bigger and better things now even <laughs> letterman glad, glad you move you feel over. better <laughs> hey,
2: i absolutely. won't be content yes. though we're playing golf i won't there be you content go. the three of us and someone you you bring a doc to play golf and uh, absolutely yes hey. yes
1: next time you're in new england uh Please Barron, let Absolutely. us know and we'll uh, we'll we'll get uh you know I'll bring you cigars. Be too far down the road either.
2: <laughs> good, good. <laughs> right, good, we'll, good, we'll, good. Yeah, we got we got a lot of options. So and we'll Excellent. pick you up hey, you, the whole bit. You'll 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 think you're a superstar. You are superstar. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> exactly <laughs> yes.
1: Guys, go to our um, the show notes, Dr. Dr. Barry F um, at gmail.com. If you want to talk to him have anything about the show or or ask him questions or maybe book a session with them um i highly recommend it um he is a wonderful wonderful therapist um and that is about it podfather um great. thank you barry i'm sure he'll be on again Dr. Uh, gentlemen. good to see everybody
2: Just, can't thank you enough for being on you you were yes. definitely a. Uh, it's an honor and a privilege i mean that uh, and, we, and i mean it too when we right yeah. back at you yeah. yeah well jersey ed another great show um Yes, sir. You're never lost for getting great guests. That's for sure, pal. <laughs> yes, absolutely.
1: Podfather, Pod, thank you. Thank you so much. And you
0: right. want
2: to take us out? Sure, absolutely. entering the call, the First Responders podcast. Stay safe, everyone. Stay safe, guys.
0: That concludes this episode of Answering the Call, the First Responders podcast. Thanks to Genesis House, FirstNet, built with AT&T for supporting those on the path to recovery and keeping this valuable resource free for all our friends in recovery. Follow us on Facebook for past shows and updates and enjoy free access to twice daily support meetings. Brought to you by Genesis House and the Friends in Recovery. If you can't get enough of Mike, the Podfather, Jersey Ed, and Skylar, you can catch them on Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast. Available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and GenesisHouse.net.